0: This is black guy, white guy talking. I'm a black guy. I'm Elwin. I'm a white guy. I'm Zach. And we became friends by talking, talking about race and race relations. This episode was recorded on October 8th, 2020. this episode, we visited the Point Breeze section of South Philadelphia to speak with local residents about their feelings on reparations.
1: Would you support reparations?
0: Oh, anytime you're giving out money, I'm with it. <laughs> 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 of course. Now, do you disagree with a specific group of black people getting reparations, or do you think all black people should have reparations? What do you think about that? I think um, people that really suffered back in those days when it was rampant, I think they should be compensated. Okay but uh as far as what's going on now i'm up in the air with that okay now do you think that what happened because there's a lot of people that think that just because what happened back 100 years ago in slavery the dudes were paid for that and now today there's a lot of people, a lot of white people a lot of conservative white people think that black people are not old reparations because blood was shed for it already do you agree with that or not I'm going back to the answer I already gave you. I think the ones that went through it, yeah. they should be paid. Gotcha. But the, uh, this, this present-day thing, if you were abused and this thing, I, I think you should be due something. Gotcha. Question, what annoys you the most about white people? I don't have no problem with it. Yeah. not you leave me alone, I leave them alone. What annoys you the most about black people? <laughs> you don't have that much time. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one. Give me one. Oh uh, man, I, I don't know, man. Look, be uh, candid. Be honest. Don't don't be. These are nice guys. Don't worry about. Uh, uh, I'm not all worried right. about that. You know, uh, they just do stupid shit. Okay. Hey, that's all. Gotcha. Yeah, especially the younger generation, uh, black, young young black man. They kind of take it too far for me. Gotcha. Uh, you on an old school? Man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I can tell. And ain't nothing wrong with that. This is. I think a lot of times there's a, a big gap between the two. You know what I mean? But. I definitely respect yeah. that. Y'all take care. Thank you, man. Appreciate wow. it. Appreciate right, it. You. One of the things I've really appreciated about our conversation with this gentleman was his frankness and his honesty. The topic, obviously, is of reparations hasn't been peeled apart and examined thoroughly, or it's really kind of a thing that's not talked about. So to hear him be so direct about what his feelings on it are, it kind of spoke to that for me. So I think that I also appreciated his standpoint on feeling like, I'll take it. I'll take the reparations. I think that just him saying that isn't enough. I think he also knows that he has a respect for the fact that, look, if something has happened to someone, they deserve it. Right. So that's that's the obvious thing. You know, anybody can say, oh, yeah, give me, you know, give me something that's that's free or appears to be. But when you really think about it, that's really not what it is. That's really not what he's saying. He still has a sensitivity to the fact that, look, it's not just about getting something. If something happened to somebody that's wrong. If they haven't been compensated for it, especially in this country, when, you know, compensation happens for other groups of people, when things happen to them, then why shouldn't the people who have been wrong be compensated? Mm-hmm. That's really what I gather from him. And then also, too, when talking about, which is another thing that's, that stood out, his willingness to say, like, look, black people get on my nerves. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with stating that. And I think that us as black people, I think that we don't embrace that enough because we don't peel it apart. It's a reality. You know, we live amongst each other. And yes, we're going to get the fuck on each other's nerves. And it should be nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you're disowning somebody that looks like you. It doesn't mean that you don't care about somebody that looks like you. But, you know, you get the fuck on your nerves. Right. Just like white people get the fuck on your nerves. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's probably the same. We live in different circumstances. I don't think it's the same kind of getting on your nerves, but it's still getting on your nerves nonetheless.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really appreciated him taking the time to talk to us. He was just sitting out, chilling on his stoop, and, you know, we, we showed up. He was willing to uh, to check in and talk with us about a difficult subject. Yep.
2: So I'm Megan. Megan.
1: Mm-hmm. Megan, would you support reparations for black people in the United States? I would, yes. Why would you?
2: Well, interestingly enough, if you had asked me this question when I was in college, I remember my freshman year of college, I had a professor who asked us this question and I was like, no, no, like that's, you know, that was, that was so long ago and and all of that by the time I was a senior and I had taken more classes and, and learned a lot more, I was like mortified at my response. And since then I've worked in the school district for 10 years. I've tried to educate myself as much as possible. And the linkage between slavery in this country and where we are today is undeniable. And it's absolutely something that should happen because especially teaching in the schools in Philadelphia, like we need money, mm-hmm. we need money. We need resources. And looking back at the history of race in this country, like that is to blame mm-hmm. for what's happening and it's well past due at this point.
1: So you would support your tax dollars going to
0: support
2: yes. reparations
1: for black people? Yes, I would. Yeah.
0: This is a little bit of a tougher question. OK, okay. so what do you, what um, what annoys you most about white people?
2: It annoys me most. Yeah. Oh, most. Um,
0: or do they annoy the white yes, people? Know yes. Yes. White all. people. Know okay. Me. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Yes. As a white woman from a primarily white neighborhood, growing up, white people annoy the shit out of me. Um, it's this idea that, as especially white people who grew up and live in a primarily white area, yeah. This idea that everything that we got as white people is because of our hard work. Everything we got is because we worked really hard. And even though my family was poor that I worked and I overcame that. So at this point, it's an even playing field and everyone can overcome anything. So this idea that like, it's all on me, look at me. I was able to do it. And just not being able to acknowledge that the world is and the world definitely was very, very different for people who don't look like us and especially black people in America. And just trying to explain that to some people and just hitting a wall. Right. Like you just mm-hmm. can't get. And so at the start of, was it May, June, when the Black Lives Matter protests were really coming up, that was the first time that a lot of my own family members showed interest in what was going on. Like they watched George Floyd and it was like, they couldn't, the video, and they couldn't deny what they were seeing. Mm. And so I just tapped into that and did a a Zoom session with a bunch of my family members and made up a PowerPoint and took them back through a history lesson. And it was really interesting to, even my own grandmother was there, like hearing some of them go, I had no idea and it's like, yeah, it's not what you think it is. Right. Um, and so I guess to go back to your question, it's this idea that it's all us. We did it on our own. And it had nothing to do with the fact that our government and our country was made for us. Mm. Um, Very that annoys crap out of me.
0: So the other question is, what annoys about black people? It's okay to be annoyed by black No,
2: I definitely agree that That, it is definitely okay. Um, It is like gut instinct. I don't know if annoyed is the right word, but I'll go with it. The gut instinct when a black person sees me and or has talked to me or or anyone that looks like me and just assumes because I'm white, I don't get it at all either. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will be the first person to say, like, I'm white. I don't know. I don't know what it's like to live as black in this country i don't so i can't say that i do but in those moments sometimes it is annoying. i like going to be like no 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 i know i know i don't get it get it <laughs> you get it but like but i i i hear you i hear right. you and i see you and i i want to listen right and,
0: and you're trying and i'm trying right. and right. i
2: acknowledge that because i'm white i will always have some level of racism in me mm-hmm. i acknowledge that gotcha so Cool. Oh, yeah. Thank well, you so much for your thank time. you. That was that was awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate it. What is it? Megan. Megan, Megan. Thank yeah. you, Megan. Thing. Thank okay. you. Yeah.
1: One of the things I liked about what Megan said was talking about an even playing field, the idea that white people sometimes have, that it has been our hard work alone that has led to our success, that our whiteness has nothing to do with it. And I liked her openness to the fact that skin color, whiteness, and perceptions around whiteness has played a
0: role in one's success. I think that she was very sensitive, I think, which I think a lot of People, mainly white people, a lot of white people are very sensitive to what's going on. I think listening to the conversation or listen to her response, my sense and obviously, she doesn't represent all white people, all white women. But I get the sense that there is there's a high level of sensitivity on these issues, and it's important for people to understand. But it's also more, I think, it's more important for people to like be honest and expressive about the way they feel i mean it's the time it would if any time would be best to do it i think would be now you know good bad or indifferent just to have these conversations mm-hmm. so that if it's going to come out it should come out now you know what i mean right. why not now regardless of whatever and i think that at least we can get to a place where we can build on when we have these mm-hmm. transparent conversations so right. and they're difficult you yeah. I and mean? I'm sure it's diff- it was difficult for her. Some of the questions that we're asking aren't the everyday questions. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Especially when you're put on the spot. Yeah, I really
1: appreciated her talking with us. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you support reparations
1: for black Americans? No. Okay. Can you tell me why? Um, you know what, bro?
3: I'm a big humanity guy. I don't really, don't really deal with race to be very honest with you. I'm not a big race guy. I'm a big human being guy. You know, so when all this racial tension and black lives matter and all that stuff, which I think is very necessary, right? Um, I still tend to lean on human beings. It's just I'm a guy fearing man, so I'm, I'm talking about humanity versus race. So anything racial, I kind of stay away from. That's not really what I do.
0: Okay, cool. So I know you don't support it, but but what about like? There's a big thing about people's tax dollars going towards reparations. Are you aware that during slavery time, right, like 1865, we were promised there was ordered for us to have 400,000 acres dedicated to African Americans? Okay, right. Okay. So that had that order was overturned, right? So that's kind of like how the idea of reparations came to fruition, right? But it was overturned, I believe, on law That's where that's where that part started so there's a lot of people that feel like because it happened so long ago mm-hmm. they don't want to pay taxes for that now got it right they, because it was something that was ordered and then taken off the table but there's some black people that don't agree with it like yourself too and a lot of people don't want their tax dollars to go to it so do you agree? Uh, do you agree
3: with that or not? Well, no. I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't agree with something that um, somebody is due that they didn't get. Right. You know, and if and if that's the way it was supposed to go and we didn't get it, I think that's a problem. Right. You know, I would, wouldn't say that's not a problem. So, I mean, without having a whole lot of knowledge on what happened 400 years ago or right. from that respect, if what you're saying is true, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's a problem. Right. You know, but let me tell you something, bro, and you know. Like I know, we've been in the underdogs for so long, yes. right? We've been accustomed to jumping more hurdles daily, yep. and it becomes our norm. not saying that that's cool, right? Yep but I'm just accustomed
0: to it. Right. So no, you're accustomed to the grind now. I, 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 yeah, it's normal. Goodness, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, but what you're, saying is, what you're saying is real, because when you incorporate the knowledge of it, when you incorporate what you know, Correct. it kind of like not changes it all the way for you, but it enters a little bit of a, a different, like, you know what? That was wrong. That's if wrong. it did happen, go that it, way. That's wrong. I can Absolutely. respect that. I can respect Absolutely. that. I have another question, and this is going to change a little bit. What annoys you the most about white people? <laughs> <laughs> Be candid. Just because they st- stay in here, but no, 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 like, no, okay. no, no, yeah, okay, I wouldn't. Okay.
3: Yeah, I, um, what annoys me the most? Well, I'm gonna say this. Okay. Just like you don't like people putting us in a box, I can't put them in a box as a race. Gotcha says so the people about people. So I graduated from St. George University, right? Yeah. So I got lifelong friends that are Caucasian people that are good people. Gotcha. So what annoys me about him may not annoy me about him. I can't I can't say this one thing. Gotcha. You, you, you see what I'm saying? I, I would be lying if I said you know, a sense of entitlement, because that's not everybody.
0: Right. right. You see
3: what I'm saying? So I have to tread lightly when I when I answer that a little right. bit.
0: Let me ask you this: what has a white person done something? That has, I know, on a case by case basis, but have a white person that has done something annoying to you that you really didn't like on a case by case basis? Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Now, what was that thing? one thing.
3: Well, you want to bring a sense of entitlement back up, I'll bring it back up. Okay. Because you know, I grew up in South Philly, you know, in the, in the, in the 80s and um, I dealt with a lot of shenanigans, if you will, because of that entitlement. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you don't belong here. The fuck you mean I don't belong here? Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. school here. What are you talking about? Right. You know, I had a different mindset but when I went up the main line, right, and I started talking to some other people, they said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, so everybody's not like some of these people in South Philly or right. it's not that way. every." everybody, that's where I get the case by case, person by person. Some of these people have a beautiful heart, man. They'll do more for you than your own kind. And I experienced that as well.
0: And that leads me to my next question. What annoys you most in that same situation about black people?
3: You know what annoys me the most? You know, when I talk to our people, man, we always try to place blame on why something is or isn't Mm. a particular way, when a lot of times it be us. Mm. On why it's not like that, you know?
0: No accountability, no no,
3: response? No, 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 no no grind, no effort. Well, this didn't happen. Well, why didn't that happen? Mm. Right? Yeah, because well, there's a system in place. What, the, what kind of system are you referring to? Mm. Right? We had a free education. Was it the best education? Was it? Was it Harvard? No. Right. You know, but you had a free education. And you had choices. Right. you yes. had yes. all of those. We had an opportunity to do something different to break the cycle, other than what your mom did or what your father did. Yeah. You know. Whether you were strong enough to jump those hurdles of that temptation daily, ah, uh, you know that's a crazy percentage there, right? You right. know, you know, like I know, yep. right? But everything is not their fault. Some of it's us. It's your procrastination. It's your laziness. Your lack thereof. Mm-hmm. You know, your ability to go out there and comprehend certain things. It's not all them, right? You know, would they make Would they make it hard for you?
0: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I, that man, I really, I really appreciate. Yeah, man, I, appreciate, I really appreciate. Yeah. Honestly. Thank you. For, I thank you. Guys, Thanks again, bro. Yep. Appreciate y'all guys. All guys right. Yeah, All right, be good.
1: I really appreciated talking with this gentleman, you know, just, just him being there on the street, talking about growing up in South Philly in the 1980s, um, people telling him he doesn't belong, and then having that shift of perception with meeting white people on the main line and seeing how, to him, white people on the main line were different. Than white people in South Philly, you know, I appreciated that, and and also him saying that he doesn't put people in a box, you know, whether they whether they're white, black, or brown.
0: You know what? The cool thing about it now, in hindsight, it really makes some other things come up for me as a kid growing up in the city, going to public schools. Mm-hmm. I guess in the 80s, I would say, you no, know, I'm probably a little younger than him. I know what he's talking about. But the thing about that is different is I grew up in another part of the city. When you think about it, when we talk about, sometimes we talk about racism and our experiences in the city, but racism, most of the time you're confronted with racism when you go out of the city and mm-hmm. you become... The minority a lot of times us in the city black people are majority right but when you go outside of it then you start experiencing racism mm-hmm. but what's interesting about this gentleman is that what i didn't realize you know in south philadelphia is more of a mixed population is a lot of white people right mm-hmm. and at that time he's probably talking about a lot of italians right, right? in south philadelphia you know i didn't make that connection but that wasn't my experience mm. in Philadelphia. I wasn't in, because South Philadelphia has more white population than right. a lot of other city areas in the city. Yeah. Like inner city areas in the city. Italian American. Yes. And it was just so funny when he said that. I was like, oh, damn. You know, that's another level of, mm-hmm. you understand? Yeah, like It dimension. just goes. As, yep. Exactly. It, although he's black and though he grew up in the city, it's different because he grew up in this part. Of, in right. The, and in, in South Philadelphia, which is a different experience.
1: Right. And his understanding of white people was more limited because of the experiences that he had growing up in South Philly in the 1980s versus when he got a little bit older and started going to college and, you know, living on the main line. Right. And encountering white people
0: from all over the country. But yet and still, he still had them more so than a lot of other black people that were in other areas. Mm. It's because of where white people out of all the cities, I think, as opposed to being like maybe Chestnut Hill was more isolated in the Northeast too. Right. There was less um, mixed race interaction. There was, there was less mixed race interaction in those areas. And like in the Northeast, it was less, it was more all white people in the Northeast. South Philly was more mixed race and Chestnut Hill, more all white. Right his experience was definitely significant. And just to hear him talk about how, and I think is another thing that's important to understand. There's a lot of, black people that get on black people mm. for other black people for having a perspective of we can do a lot better for ourselves and i don't disagree with him i think it's about ownership though it's not just about saying we can do better it's about our ownership and working together right our taking ownership of the fact that it's not about saying oh we don't need something it's about owning the fact that we need to and should be relying on each other that's really where i think to me i get i feel that's where he's coming from i could be wrong yeah you know i have the same sentiment we don't have to be dependent on white people or white system of you know existence that's the thing that we should be doing first i think collaborating or working together understanding what it's like to create a foundation of cohesion amongst each other i think is essential first you know what i mean and then you know we create our own and then collaboration Mm -hmm. i think is you know necessary just like kind of like how what we do right yeah
1: i like i really like these street interviews and i think we're gonna have to get back out there at some point yeah i think so join us next week for a conversation on community and religion with terrell mccray
0: As a disclaimer, Zach and I don't pretend to speak for all white or all black people.